Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my sincere mission to lead my people out of financial slavery. I am here today. It is October the 3rd. I almost said September, folks, because it is just going by so quick. Um, And we are here to have a cryptocurrency conversation on the second half of this midday money chain. And I'm super excited about it because there's so many things that are going on around the world as it relates to money. Who would have ever thought that all the things going on in this world at some point come back to the monetary system and um, how we're able to relate it to cryptocurrency, how we're able to push forward, how we're able to plan and all of those things. But I got something that I'm going to share with you today. I told you all I got a little bit of intel that comes from some folks that are really paying attention to our monetary system, to valuations, to just all the old money and the new money things. And it's actually a whole conversation that would take an hour. And a lot of people like to give information uh, and it's really good information, but they don't like to be in the limelight. And so I am just privy and really privileged to be able to have individuals that are working or have worked for our government and know how to get the resources that we need to keep our hands on information to become um, the most literate we can be, the most, um, I'm going to say the most knowledgeable about what is going on. Because there's so much stuff that has happened in the news today. So the Bank of England is broke again. What is that and what does that mean to you? So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into a whole crypto conversation. I tell you that Bitcoin is self-sovereignty. If you don't hear anything else, I say, please be stacking your sats, your Satoshis, because this world is absolutely going nuts. There's so many things happening. Um, I'm just going to say that, you know, we uh, have been relying on our news outlets, our government to give us the best information And I am finding more and more that there's just so many things that they're not allowed to talk to us about. And uh, we got to get it from somewhere. And so we are just going to dive in on this midday money chain. And uh, prayerfully, we can get this information out to you within an hour because it is a lot of information. But we're going to talk about what is going on around this world And um, hoping and praying as we are with any of our investments or any of the things that we are looking to take us into the future, 
the next five to 10 years, not the get rich quick. We're hoping that all the things that we are investing in will have us in a great position during our retirement. So maybe you're already retired and you're looking to pass on some generational wealth to your family. I really feel like the cryptocurrency space is going to serve you well. And if you're like me and are looking to retire in the next five to 10 years, I really wholeheartedly feel like we are in the right place at the right time. In fact, we are ahead of the crypto curve. So when we come forward, we are going to talk about the Bank of England that is actually broke again and what it means to you and how and what we need to be doing to move ourselves forward. So when we come forward, we'll get it going. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. That looks delicious. Yeah, it's Taco Bell's Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito. Don't know if you heard, but it has double steak, cheese grilled on top of it, and nacho cheese sauce inside. Ooh, let me have a bite. Nah, you're already cheesy enough with all your dad jokes. And I keep all my jokes in a dad a base. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm hungry. No, you're Dave. Hungry is a country. <laughs> Taco Bell's Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito is back. Participate in U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for hours and participation with fair. Double Steak claim. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward to Ahead of the Crypto Curve. So let's jump right in. Let's get to it. So much has happened this week. It's so hard to keep up. I know I say it all the time, but I am going to actually not do a cryptocurrency quote today. I'm going to do uh, Lennon's quote. And it is so true. Days where decades seem to happen. And that's where we are right now. It just seems like decades are happening in days. Cryptocurrency moves so fast. This economic landscape moves so fast. Someone, um, man, as someone who creates content all the time, it really makes my job easier because there's a never ending amount of things to discuss. But for most people, it's enough to keep their head spinning. And so that's why we focus wholeheartedly on giving out great information online. So in case you missed any of it, let me give you some of the big points that actually happened this last past week and some of the weekend. And oh, don't let me forget. I am going to remind myself we got to talk about Kim Kardashian because she is in the cryptocurrency news. But let's talk about some other things on the macro. So the Bank of England is broke again. And what does this mean? The energy markets were sabotaged. And we talked about that last week a little bit. NASDAQ crashing and Bitcoin rising. And that has a question mark behind it, actually. So I guess I should have said NASDAQ crashing, Bitcoin rising. Yep, that's that's it. So let's go. So the Bank of England is broke again, forced to go all in this week as their bond market blew out the UK pensioners 
and they almost lost everything. So that means all of the pensions for that entire region that were caught up, uh, they almost lost everything. So what happened? The UK government introduced a series of major tax cuts. A, they were actually aimed at stimulating the economy. The tax cuts mean less tax revenues, which in turn means less money that's available to them uh, in their country. And it didn't really help with their country's debt. So then the bond yields in the UK were already rising due to inflation and monetary tightening from the Bank of England. So the announcement of the tax cuts triggered a panic a yield on the two-year uk government bond actually exploded higher from 3.5 to 4.4 in a a percent in a matter of days we're talking about government bonds and currencies of the fifth largest economy in the world having issues pension funds which invested trillions of pounds worth of capital into the UK, which they were heavily invested in the UK government bonds were all on the verge of going belly up. So the bank of England panicked and announced that it would be introducing uh, unlimited quantitative easing again. This is not a, uh, this is not a drill It's like really happening. The Bank of England is the first major central bank to be broken by the markets, and it won't be the last. And that's why we're talking about and preparing our community for what may happen here in the United States. Um, one of the other things that happens, of course, we talked about this last week. Energy markets were sabotaged. I've been talking about this energy crisis I don't know, for the last year or so, we've been talking about a food crisis. We've been talking about all these things. And again, this is not the show for doom and gloom. But right now, in this time where we sit, we have got to know what is going on. Because if we don't, no one's going to tell us until it's too late. And so we've got to prepare ourselves. So I've been talking about this energy crisis. Uh, government leaders sh- shut down traditional ener- energy sources, promising to replace them with green and renewable energy sources that never came and do not work. Europe has been hit the hardest. And I've been talking about this for almost a year now. And if things were not bad enough, they just got worse. The political ideologies matter. But you know what matters more? Staying alive. That means when we're faced with the choice of staying warm and fed. I'm going to say that again. When we're faced with the choice of staying warm or fed or choosing the right side of the political debate, People choose to stay alive. Uh, and we're, we're just watching this thing unfold right now. Germany and its people found themselves in a very similar situation in where Germany, German individuals have been calling for an end to the Russian sanctions so they could again afford to be able to warm their homes and run their businesses. Just like it seems 
um, there may be and could be a peace deal with the whole um, with this whole Russia Ukraine situation because people are trying to just stay warm I'm, and it's it's and run their businesses and so you know I'm not saying that this is going to happen in the United States but I am saying that we sit in a time where many of us would say oh that would never happen we would never be put in those types of situations and although we think that germany is so far away and russia is so far away like this could very well happen here in the united states because i feel like we're really ill prepared for some of this political debate and some of these other things and and so i really feel in situations like this there's no right side or wrong side you know people have got to stay alive and people have got to they've got to eat and so they got to do whatever they need to do so just like it seemed um like there could be peace a peace deal in this whole russia ukraine situation bam the pipeline that runs gas from russia to germany was sabotaged so russia could no longer sell gas and germany could no longer buy gas who did that we have no idea, but ask yourself, who has the ability to do this and who has the motives to profits from this? So it's not Russia, Germany, that's for sure. But regardless, this means we should expect more energy troubles and higher prices, more monetary intervention in the in the EU and higher rates that will lead to stock sell-offs and that stock sell-offs continues this week and and they go to where they are now and and prayerfully not worse but at the close of the week the S&P 500 sold off below its June lows and so ladies when I'm always talk ladies and gentlemen when I'm talking about looking at the macro so we hear these things and we say okay you know that's happening over there to them but it actually trickles down it's a trickle down effect and I'm saying it trickles from macro to micro and then it gets right into the neighborhood and so we've got to really be paying attention to that so this is significant because it is now moving like another bear market is going to continue to rally we have seen this again historically 1929 and the great depression the 2000 dot-com bubble and then we got the 2008 GFC and now we're seeing it again and we're talking real live recession, great depression. Okay, so I'm just going to put a pin in this right here for a second because my neighbors and I who had never met before. Um, well, there's two things that happened when I met my neighbors this weekend. First and foremost, my neighbors are preparing all of them. And again, my neighbors don't all look exactly like me. 
However, they are preparing for a food shortage. They are growing food. They are raising chickens. They are doing all sorts of things to make sure that they have access to eggs, just the basic necessities. They are saving, are getting water reserves together. They haven't been listening to ahead of the crypto curve. Uh, this particular couple hasn't been listening to ahead of the crypto curve. And in fact, before Saturday, they knew nothing of Naja Roberts. But they do know that we're getting ready to have a food shortage. Now, the husband is Caucasian. The wife is African-American and they have a beautiful garden that they're building and they're doing some things in preparation for what they think is going to happen in the next uh, about a year and a half, according to them. Now, I say that because I met another neighbor who actually knew who I was that listened to KBLA and we all three couples actually came together on Saturday and it was really, really interesting. And I think it was more of a confirmation to me that I'm on the right path for my community, making sure that you get the right information, that you understand what's going on and that you really take things serious because, um, you know, sometimes I feel like I, I'm giving you all all the time the doom and gloom but like we're right in the middle of it we're sitting in the middle of history we're sitting in the middle of everything that could possibly make or break us if we're not prepared mentally uh or physically for some of the things that are happening so as of now um the markets are still holding it's a trend line all the way back to 2008 and it's holding at about a 200 day moving average. And I'm talking about the whole market um, and and Bitcoin specifically um, is going to continue to hold. Many analysts think that it will, but only time will tell. Bitcoin is rising. Are we hope or suspect that it is rising while we are witnessing the bank of england collapse and the stock sell-off bitcoin was held up comparably well um it was it was held up based on what we've seen in the equities in the recent weeks Bitcoin had a strong behavioral support in the 17,000 to 22,000 range. Bitcoin continues to base around its cycle lows reached in June. So we know right now that Bitcoin is cheap at this price. We could get it cheaper. Yes. Could it stay cheap for a long time? Yes. Is this a good place to deploy a little capital? I'm not giving any financial advice, but my pockets say yes. Um, and so after looking um, at what's going on with the Bank of England, I, I just can't help think back to a L.A. Times article. And I didn't Google it. I'm just thinking about it right now because there was an article sometime around 2011 2012 on the front page of the LA Times and it says 
the PERS and STIRS, and that's for Public Employee Retirement System. So PERS and STIRS earns a lowly 1%. And at that time, I was a financial advisor, and I almost panicked because of the fact that I was handling PERS and STIRS accounts. And I thought to myself, how in the world are we going to get these people ready for retirement in the city of Los Angeles, in the county of Los Angeles, Riverside, San Diego, anywhere, if we're only getting a lowly 1% return on their 401ks or their retirements. And I was just perplexed for a while. And I think about that right now because back then at that very moment when I read that article, I had no options for the community. Now, when I'm reading these things and I'm really concerned about where we're going and the types of products and services that are being offered and the lowly returns that are being received uh, by all these different programs and services, I feel just refreshed. I'm able to take a breath. I'm able to smile because I have Bitcoin and I understand that there are there are options before there were no options. And these options are here. These options right now are inexpensive. And if you just take some time to learn and understand, you don't have to do a lot except just slowly, slowly, slowly stack we call it dollar cost averaging so i hope that you're doing that so there's a lot to know i know um and there's there's just only so much you're going to be able to internalize so if you're stacking satoshis while you're learning and i'm not saying earn while you learn because bitcoin could stay trading sideways ladies and gentlemen for the next three years i'm going to say the next two to three years because the bitcoin happening is coming that's when bitcoin's creation gets cut in half and that's going to happen in 2024 and i am quite certain that we are going to be sitting on top of the world when that happens however right now we've got to take a deep breath and stay calm and crypto. That's what I say. And I have a shirt, a shirt that says stay calm and crypto. And that's what I intend to do. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, when we come forward, excuse me, we're not going back anywhere. When we come forward after news, traffic and sports, uh, I have a big announcement and we'll finish this conversation about Americans renounce citizenship to escape taxes. And we'll figure out what that means when we come forward. This is KBLA. Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, 1580. What I just got finished talking to you about on the macro are just a couple of the big ones that I've seen. Um, 
And I, again, I'm always paying attention to what everyone else is doing around this world and around different communities to figure out what we need to be doing. And one of the biggest things that I keep hearing is Americans that want to renounce citizenship to escape taxes, specifically in um I, I want to say in they're not just in cryptocurrency, they're in everything, uh, but they want to renounce actual taxes. And so they're going to other countries and things of that nature. Um, however, you don't have to reduce your taxes by leaving the United States, even though I feel like in the next five to 10 years, we are going to have to find some other place to live. But that's a whole nother story in and of itself. Um, the fact is that there are some strategies that you can utilize the same strategies that billionaires use today right here to legally reduce your taxes taxes to almost nothing here in the United States and still live here in your home in the U.S. Um, and so there are several tax strategies that you can use. And some of them I've been hearing Lynn Richardson talk about. And I'm just excited again to be the second part of the midday money chain. You all need to listen into both of these sessions um, and get the goods because she's giving them out as well. But we're going to be making sure that you have those strategies for the uh, digital revolution experience. Um as well as and we're going to be having some events right here in Southern California for those of you that would like to be involved and get that information. So with that, it is time for me to really share some of the things that have to do specifically with cryptocurrency. So right now, as we speak, as I do a refresh Bitcoin is at $19,529 and you do not have to have a whole $19,500. You can get fractional pieces of Bitcoin, fractional pieces of Bitcoin. Uh, and that's what we do when we purchase Satoshis. And we'll do that a little bit later in the show. But Bitcoin is up 1.5%. And that's over the last 24 hours. As we're talking, it just ticked down in the last hour, 0.01%. But it's also up 2.8% in the last seven days. Bitcoin trades 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It does not sleep. And hence, hence this market moves quickly and so we just want to pay attention to that ethereum is at thirteen hundred and seventeen dollars it's up in the last hour 0.07 percent it's up in the last 24 hours 0.96 percent and it's down in the last seven days 0.60 percent a lot of people felt as if Ethereum would be going through the roof right now. In fact, in fact, I heard a couple of people say that uh, they felt like Ethereum would have caught about a month after the merge. And I knew that wouldn't be the case. 
when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will get into the big news and I will tell you a little bit about Kim Kardashian and the SEC. This is K- KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA, and I guess I'm still on, so we'll continue to talk here. And uh, I'll go jump right into Kim Kardashian. So, ladies and gentlemen, she has been ordered to pay $1.2 million in in the SEC cryptocurrency case. And I apologize about my audio. I am um, experiencing a difficulty this afternoon but hopefully we can uh push forward kim kardashian is paying <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna come forward All right. Welcome. Welcome forward. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for any side. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the scene. Now, now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA, KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, all right. Thank you for your patience with me today. Uh, just a little technical difficulties, but Kim Kardashian is to pay $1.26 million in SEC crypto case. The Securities and Exchange Commission is charging the reality star and entrepreneur with allegedly promoting a cryptocurrency on her Instagram account without disclosing how much she was paid to do so, the agency announced. Remember, I've always told you that these influencers are paid to get you to buy different things as it relates to cryptocurrency, and she is one of them. And so 1.26 is nothing to sneeze at. In fact, that'll pay off a lot of our houses. Uh, But with that being said, um, she agreed This isn't something that she is going to uh, 
be fighting because it says Kardashian has agreed to pay $1.26 million in penalties to settle charges and will cooperate with the SEC's investigations, the agency said. Kardashian was paid $250,000 to tout Emacs tokens sold by Ethereum Max to her tens of millions of followers in June 2021 post. The star now has 330 million Instagram followers, making her her promotions quite valuable. And basically what she did last year was she said, are you guys into crypto? She wrote that in the post, and she sent a link for everyone to go to Ethereum Max's website which offered instruction on how to buy a token. This is not just financial advice, but sharing what my friends told me about the Ethereum Max token. And so basically, uh, again, she was paid to do so, and that is what makes a lot of what these celebrities do illegal as well as not ethical, in my opinion, because they don't believe in what they're doing. They just get paid to do something, and they go through um, and, and I would say they just go through and bring followers and usher people in and all of those things, which is why I'm very careful as to who and what I put my name behind. If I'm introducing you to something or someone, it is because we have thoroughly vetted them. And if I'm introducing, uh, the community to a token specifically, uh, nine times out of ten is because it's something that's relevant to our community, not necessarily uh, something that you need to be purchasing. And that's why I always say that all cryptocurrencies are not created equal. Some are definitely not going to have any value other than when you first purchased it. It is going to be valuable to you, but valuable to someone else at a later date. The chances are slim to none. But these uh, celebrities make things uh, more, they just, they make it where it looks more appealing. And so a lot of people get sucked in and lose money. And so uh, I'm glad that the SEC is doing this and that the SEC is um, really clapping back at those individuals that take advantage of our community. Um, And so this is, you know, I, I just really think that, they need to do a little bit more than 1.2, but I think all those people need to be giving their money back. But anyway, she's just a co-defendant uh, in this lawsuit. There's other people involved as well. But just always be careful what celebrities you're listening to. I say it all the time. Celebrities are not financial advisors. I'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose. However, uh, I think I know a little bit more than they do in reference to where the markets are going and what's happening and, and not just specifically pushing uh, someone's coin because we're paid to do so. And so I don't uh, accept those types of uh, um, things as well. as I don't accept those types of, of bribes. I'm going to say it that way, as well as I don't accept those types of commercials uh, because I don't want anyone tying any project to me because at the end of the day, I've seen way too many people, including uh, boxer Floyd Mayweather, producer DJ Khaled, just so many different people in our community that have gotten caught up in endorsing these um, these cryptocurrencies. Even Steven Seagal, 
uh, got caught up, and I just don't want to be that one. I'm I'm not touting uh, any coin offerings or anything, any projects, anything that I do, I do on my own. And then if somebody happens to see or get involved and say, hey, you know, you never told me about X, Y, Z. Sometimes I feel bad. However, I feel for the most part safe and secure uh, sleeping at night knowing that I haven't led anybody down the wrong path. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, uh, we will jump into our big announcement, which I keep missing. Uh, but we're going to do our big announcement, and we are going to do our daily dollar cost averaging. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Refresh. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So I'm going to just say this really quickly because we do and are going to dollar cost average our $6 worth of Bitcoin uh, today. But there is something really, really important that's coming up this Thursday. And I need each and every one of you to do me a favor and make sure that everyone in your family has downloaded the KBLA app. This is some serious business. We need to take a look at the Agenda for America and African-American perspective. And this coming Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. is the first episode of this special series. And it is executive directed or executive produced by our very own Tavis Smiley. And this week's conversation is the state of black women in America. And it's going to be moderated by Areva Martin. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am asking you to please Send out a text message and ask everyone in your family to please download the KBLA uh, app and listen in this Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. about the state of black women in America. And so I'm going to start my own email chain and I'm going to ask every or text message chain and ask everyone to to get that done as well. And then also this Friday, KBLA Talk 1580 will be celebrating the opening of the new Metro K-Line by broadcasting live from the Mert Park Station uh, from noon to 7 p.m. But I would like for you all to come out and meet me and Lynn Richardson. So, yes, I will be out there. Lynn Richardson will be out there. Don Amici will be out there. Dominic DePrima, Tavis Smiley. And we will all be co-hosting a special show about the opening of the K-Line in the historic Lamert Park with some notable guests from 2 to 4 this Friday. I also have some gifts to give away to those of you that listen to Ahead of the Crypto Curve. So if you're out there, you may get a book. If you come visit us, you definitely will get a T-shirt. I have some giveaways. So stay tuned to the KBLA Talk 1580 all week long and continue to get the information. Uh, but, yes, we'll be out at the station, at the Lemur Park Station, uh, this coming Friday. So looking forward to seeing you all in person there. With that, uh, I will be sending out a text message. If you want to text message me, I can give you the verbiage to send out to your friends and family to have them download the app. Uh, you can reach me at 424-317-7373. Again, 424 424- 
317-737-3373. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I want to thank you for rocking with me on this Ahead of the Crypto Curve. Uh, it has been a fantastic day, and hopefully you learned something about the fall of the Bank of England. Not necessarily the fall, but them going broke again and uh, what we need to be looking for here. But making way for the D.L. Hughley Show, this is Nigel Roberts with the head of the Crypto Curve on the unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa